All right, let's turn the Word of God to Hebrews chapter 12. Hebrews chapter 12. Amen. We'll read verses 22 through 29. Hebrews chapter 12. Hebrews 12, verses 22 through 29. I say this. Hebrews 12, 22. But you are come unto Mount Zion, and unto the city of the living God, and the heavenly Jerusalem, and into an innumerable company of angels, to the general assembly and church of the firstborn, which are written in heaven, and to God, the judge of all, and to the spirits of just men made perfect, and to Jesus, the mediator of the new covenant, and to the blood of sprinkling that speaketh better things than that of Abel. See that you refuse not him that speaketh, for if they escape not who refused him that spake on earth, much more shall not we escape if we turn away from him that speaketh from heaven." whose voice then shook the earth. And now he hath promised, saying, Yet once more I shake not the earth only, but also heaven. And thus this word yet once more signifieth the removing of those things that are shaken, as of things that are made, that those things which cannot be shaken may remain. Wherefore, we receiving a kingdom which cannot be moved, let us have grace whereby we may serve God acceptably with reverence and godly fear, for our God is a consuming fire. Let's pray again. <laughs> Heavenly Father, again, we come before you through the blood in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. And uh, Lord, we just uh, thank you, God, that you're our refuge. And Lord, no matter what's going on uh, in this world, we can run to the rock. Amen. And uh, uh, be secure. And uh, Lord, uh, be satisfied. And so, Lord, I thank you for each one that's here this morning that is saved. Thank you for that day, amen, that they believed on the finished work of the Lord Jesus Christ. Lord, we pray for somebody that might be here and, Lord, uh, might, or might be listening that is not saved. Lord, I pray that you'd uh, take the word of God that they've heard and, uh, dear God, convict and open that heart and draw uh, that one unto you today that they would believe on Jesus Christ. Lord, thank you for the testimonies we heard. Thank you for that one that called uh, Brother uh, uh, Mark. Uh, Lord, thank you for those uh, that have uh, ha had physical situations uh, that you've uh, healed. And uh, Lord, uh, touching uh, Sister Aguilar's uh, grandchild. Lord, just uh, so many things uh, to praise you for this morning. Now, once again, help us through thy word, glorify thyself, and build your local church. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Of course, we're looking at the book of Hebrews, and of course, uh, Hebrew is written to the <laughs> Hebrews, <laughs> uh, right? Uh, the focus, of course, is on, on them, on the Jews, and of course, uh, a big part of it is getting them to understand uh, that they need to reject that old covenant, amen? They need to reject that old covenant and understand and accept the new covenant. That is through Jesus Christ, of course, that they had rejected Jesus Christ, but they need to realize that, that he's the one they need and he provided something new. And, uh, of course, the old covenant was uh, uh, with the Jews for the most part, and the new is to Jew and Gentile. Amen. And so Jesus has broken down the middle wall of partition. Those Jews need to understand that. Amen. Uh, they, uh, uh, they think they're special, but the uh, Ephesians makes it clear. Verses, Ephesians 2, verses 14 through 16 say this. For Jesus, talking about Jesus, he is our peace and hath made both one, right? Both Jew and Gentile and hath broken down the middle wall of partition between us, having abolished in his flesh the enmity, even the law of commandments contained in the ordinance for to make in himself 
in himself, well, right, in himself, his body, what? What's the church? The body of Christ. In himself of twain, right, one new man, so making peace, that he might reconcile both, amen, both Jew and Gentile, unto God in one body, that's the church, by the cross, having slain the enmity thereby. So he wants them to understand that. He says it's time to leave, amen, Mount Sinai, and it's time to come. Uh, to Mount, the new Mount, Mount Zion. But let's uh, uh, begin and put our focus on verse 27. You know, we got a lot of things uh, going on in the world. We've been dealing with the last couple years. It just keeps being added on with this war and, you know, wars and rumors of war and everything else uh, going on. But uh, look at verse uh, 27 again says this. Just look at the first part of it. And this word yet once more signifying the removing of those things that are shaken. The things that are shaken. And of course, uh, there's things that can be shaken. I guarantee you, a lot of people have been shaken up this last week. A lot of people have been shaken up by what's going on uh, in the world uh, the last uh, couple of years. The Bible talks about a lot of things that uh, God is, is shaking and going to shake up. Let me look at verse 26 right above that. It says, whose voice then shook the earth. Hey, notice that his voice shook it. Hey, there's power in the voice of God. There's power in the word of God. Whose voice then shook the earth. But now he hath promised saying, yet once more, I shake not the earth only, but also heaven. Mentions uh, that in a couple other places. Luke 21, 26 says this. Men's hearts failing them for fear and for looking after those things which are coming on in the earth. Well, that's how a lot of people feel in the world today. Their hearts are failing them because of fear and uh, looking after those things which are coming on and uh, going on in the earth. Right. You know, I know the Bible talks about future events, but there's a lot now going on that has put fear in the heart of men and uh, wondering about what's going on in the earth for the powers of heaven. Even that, the powers of heaven shall be shaken. Revelation 6, 13 says, And the stars of heaven fell unto the earth, even as a fig tree casteth her untimely figs when she is shaken of a mighty wind. Of course, uh, uh, I believe uh, uh, verse 26 in Hebrews 12 is a quote from uh, Haggai, uh, verses 6, chapter 2, verse 6. Haggai, verse, uh, two, chapter 2, verses 6 and 7 say this, for thus saith the Lord of hosts, yet once, it is a little while, <laughs> and who knows what that means in God's economy, right? <laughs> a little while, you know, he, he may say, hey, I'm going to be right back, and it's been 2,000 years, right? A little while, and I will shake the heavens and the earth and the sea and the dry land. Well, we haven't seen nothing yet. And I will shake all nations. Well, at any moment at God's choosing, amen, he can flip the nation, any nation upside down. Now, this might be a, a prophecy, but at any time he can shake any nation. Uh, we've seen that. Uh, many of us have seen that in our lifetime, how he'll just suddenly uh, shake a nation and everything uh, uh, changes. Of course, we saw that with the falling of, of the wall. And I will shake all nations and the desire of all nations, that's Jesus, amen, shall come, and I will fill this house with glory, saith the Lord of hosts. So the Bible talks about uh, 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 great things that can be shaken. But thank God there's a second half of the verse, amen. Thank God there's a second half of the verse. Look at the second half of verse 27. 
uh, uh, reading this whole verse again. And this is the word, yet you once more signify the removing of those things that are shaken. Look at the second half of the verse. As of the things that are made, look at this, that those things which cannot be shaken. Look at that great statement. Those things which cannot be shaken may remain. How amazing is that? God, at any moment, he's the creator. He's the almighty God. At any moment, he can shake the earth. At any moment, he can uh, uh, remove the sun. At any moment, he can shake the stars. At any moment, he can shake any nation. Uh, uh, but thank God there are some things that cannot be shaken. Uh, uh, notice that uh, uh, again in verse 27, which cannot be. It says in verse 28, wherefore receiving a kingdom which cannot be. And boy, as we uh, look at the things that cannot be, that ought to be, that ought to be encouraging to our heart. Listen, that no matter what happens, there are some things, no matter if God removes the sun, removes the stars, and uh, removes everything else in his creation, there are some things, amen, that you find in the Lord Jesus Christ, amen, that cannot be shaken and will not be shaken. And therefore, we shouldn't be shaken. Hey, as we're going to see here, hey, if he decided to remove all the stars today, if he decided to shake them up, that shouldn't shake us up, as we're going to see. Hey, as he shakes the nations up, that shouldn't be shaking us up, amen or anything else that's going on. They cannot be shaken, amen. They just can't because they're secure. You know, a lot of times if uh, uh, you'll see if a, if, a, if a great tragedy maybe happens in someone's life, uh, a lot of times uh, people will ask. I mean, I've seen it on the news. Maybe uh, there was some tragedy and somebody will interview them. A lot of times they'll ask uh, this person, was your faith shaken? Was your faith shaken? Well, you know, hey, uh, if you're a believer, hey, does, that doesn't mean you weren't affected by it, right? Doesn't mean there wasn't sorrow or whatever the case was, what happened. But when the, it asks, was your faith shaken? The answer should always be no. My faith was not shaken. My faith was not shaken. Listen, Philippians 4, 7 says, and the peace of God, which passes all understanding. And, you know, hey, people should be confounded uh, 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 by uh, our response when things happen. The peace which passes all understanding. Boy, when, when, when things happen in our life, again, not that there's sorrow, not that it doesn't hurt. Man, uh, people should be just looking and saying, man, I don't understand how he got through that. I don't understand how she got through that. I don't understand how they got through that. I don't understand how they're dealing with that thing. Well, of course you don't understand what I have in Jesus Christ and what God God put inside me, amen. It passes all understanding, amen. Even I don't understand. Maybe you don't even understand how you've gotten through some of the things uh, in your life. It passes all understanding. So that's why we don't try to figure it out, amen. We faith it out. And it shall what? Keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus, through Christ Jesus. So uh, looking back here, uh, going back up to verse 22 and working our way down, it starts off again, but ye are come unto Mount Zion, right? Hey, we're, 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 we're not part of that old covenant. We're getting in on the new, amen? We're getting in on what Jesus Christ has done. You're come to Mount Zion. Hey, aren't you glad you came? <laughs> aren't you glad you came to the right place? Hey, hey, look at this. He said, listen, you've come to Mount Zion? Well, you've come to the right place. You've come, uh, you've accepted the new covenant? Well, you've come to the right place. But you're coming to Mount Zion unto the city of the living God. 
Hey, listen, uh, 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 our nation might be shaken. Hey, but listen, we're not citizens of the world. The, the city that we're citizens of is a city that cannot be shaken, a city that cannot be affected uh, by what happens in this world or what God does anywhere else. Amen. Our citizenship is there. I like what it says about Abraham, for he looked for a city. Amen. And that's what we should be looking for, which hath foundations, who builder and maker is God. Verse uh, Hebrews eleven fourteen says this, for they that say such things declare plainly that they seek a country. Hey, listen, uh, I, I don't know what's going to happen uh, over in Europe. Hey, I don't know what, uh, if all of a sudden China decides to move in Asia. And I don't know what's going to happen in this country. Uh, but listen, uh, despite what happens, even though it might affect me in some way, one way it's not going to affect me is, amen, uh, listen, because I'm a citizen of another city, I'm a citizen of another country, which is not affected by what goes on in this world. Hebrews 13, 14 says this, for we have no continuing city, but we seek one to come. Hey, uh, I, again, I, I, I'm proud to be an American. I love my country. If my country was uh, uh, being attacked, hey, uh, even at the age and stage I am now, I hope I'm still willing to stand up and defend my nation. I don't know if you saw in the news, they showed an 80-year-old man that was signing up for the army there in the Ukraine uh, uh, to defend his nation uh, uh, for, uh, uh, my, for his, for his uh, uh, grandchildren. I thought, what, a, what, a, what a, an exciting thing, that sad thing to see, but that he was still willing uh, uh, to do that. He said, what? Because uh, I guess the president said he made it between the age of 18 and 60. He said, he probably said, what do them youngins know? Amen. <laughs> 80 years old. And uh, what, a, what a testimony that was for that man. But thank God we, uh, we have something, that we are a citizenship that cannot be affected. Galatians 4.26 says this, But Jerusalem, which is above, is free, which is the mother of us all. Mount Zion. So, hey, thank God we have a city and a citizenship that cannot be shaken no matter what's going on. Verse 22 goes on to say this. It's the city of the living God. Boy, in this world, there's a lot of little G gods, but there's only one big G God, if you will, one living God. And the living God cannot be shaken. Hey, everything that's going on in this world, let me tell you, God is not nervous this morning. God is not worried about anything going on in the world today. Hey, anybody here have a footstool at home? I got a footstool at home. I like to put my feet up. Hey, uh, do, you, do you need to call and check on your footstool, make sure everything's all right there, nothing's going on at home there? Anybody worried about their footstool in the morning? You say, what in the world? Ask me about a footstool. I mean, people come over to my house, they say, oh, man, that's a nice footstool. I'd be surprised if they called me up and said, well, you know, Jeff, I was just sitting here wondering how your footstool was doing, if everything was all right. You think, man, is that guy all right, huh? But that's about how, hey, the earth is his footstool. Amen. It's about that simple that God, amen, he is not worried about, he's not uh, uh, concerned about what's going on. He's got everything under control and the living God cannot be affected or shaken. Like they say, nothing takes God by surprise. Amen. He's aware of everything. He's all in his uh, plan. Verse 23, it goes on to the general assembly and church of the firstborn. Thank God. We belong to an organization that cannot be shaken. The church, amen, uh, 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 the, uh, the body of Christ uh, is, not, is not affected. 
uh, by anything that uh, uh, goes on or shaken up. Amen. The church should not be shaken. The church should not be affected. Now, if you just look at what's going on, we should be aware of it. We should pray about it. Amen. We should do uh, something about it. But thank God the church cannot be shaken. Verse 23 goes on to say, and the spirits of just men. Listen, of course, this is talking about uh, perhaps those that have already gone to heaven. But 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, verse 2 says, That ye be not shaken in mind, or be troubled, neither by spirit, nor by word, nor letter as from us, as the day of Christ is at hand. Of course, he's writing the 2 Thessalonians because the people are worried about uh, the coming of Jesus. Did something already happen or what's going to happen? And he says this, that ye be not soon shaken. That should be our testimony no matter what's going on in life. No matter what's going on in life, we should not be shaken in mind or troubled, neither by spirit nor by word, because we are anchored in the Lord Jesus Christ. Ephesians 2, 6 says this, we've been raised up together and made us sit together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. You see, there are those that have passed on before us, but in Christ, we're already there. Nothing can affect, amen, uh, uh, our citizenship. Nothing can affect uh, us going to heaven that happens in this world. Nothing's going to affect our relationship with Jesus Christ. Nothing's going to affect us uh, 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 getting there. That's already settled in the Lord Jesus Christ. Our soul and spirit cannot be shaken. But I want to get down here to verse 24, talking about Jesus. Look at this great verse. It says, and to Jesus, the mediator of the new covenant, and to the blood of sprinkling that speaketh better things than that of Abel. Right? Better things than that of Abel. The, a, Abel. Genesis 4.10 says this about when uh, Abel died. It said, what hast thou done? Of course, uh, God's talking to Cain here. The voice of thy brother's blood crieth unto me. From the ground, the voice of thy brother's blood crieth unto me from the ground. Hebrews 11, 4 says this about uh, Abel's, uh, Abel's blood and Abel's life, Abel's death. By faith, Abel offered unto God a more excellent sacrifice than Cain, by which he obtained witness that he was righteous. But God testifying of his gifts, and by it he being dead, yet speaketh. Abel's blood, well, what's Abel's blood cry out for? Well, it cried out for justice. It cried out for justice. But hey, uh, 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 Christ was crucified, but his blood is not crying out for justice. It's crying out that he's the justifier. That's what his blood tells us. He's the justifier. Jesus and the message of his blood cannot be shaken. Hebrews 13, 8 says this, Jesus Christ, the same yesterday and today and forever. Now think about that. Jesus Christ the same yesterday and today. He's the same today. No matter what is going on in your life today, no matter what's going on in the world today, Jesus Christ is the same. Nothing, nothing. Hey, hey uh, 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 everything going on in this world, it's not changing or affecting who Jesus is. Hey, whenever he decides to, to, to shake those stars and shake the earth, listen, that's not going to change one thing about Jesus. That's not going to affect one thing about Jesus Christ. Nothing affects him. 
Nothing affects him. But the fact that he does not change, you know what that does? It has an effect on me. <laughs> it has an effect on me. It helps me. Going back to verse 27. And this word yet once more signifying the removing of those things that are shaken as of things that are made that those things which cannot be shaken, amen, shall remain. What he, what cannot be shaken, what can't be changed, what he made you, what he made you the moment you got saved, his child, and what he made for you. One of my favorite verses, Romans eleven twenty one nine 9 says this, for the gifts and calling of God are without repentance. Hey, uh, when God saved you, he had a will for your life. He's got a purpose in your life. It's good to see Zach here this morning. Zach, amen, uh, got saved the other day and say, hey, isn't that wonderful? He was sitting in my office today and I said, hey, Zach, God's got a purpose for your life. God has a will for your life. And, and, and the moment you got saved, you stepped in to the opportunity, amen, for that to be fulfilled in your life. And nothing, nothing can change that. I look back over uh, 30, almost 35 years of being saved, and I look about all the events that have happened in my life. Amen. Uh, uh, not all good uh, events, some uh, tragic events, but not one of them affected God's will for my life. Not one of them changed God's desire for my life. Throw, uh, uh, God, God uh, 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 called me uh, uh, to the mission field. You, you know what it tells me? I, I got on the plane right out of the military and I, I flew to Germany. I, I, I didn't know how long I was going to stay there. I was there several months. And you know what? All of a sudden I had, to, I had to come back to the States. But you know what? I just kept marching on in the will of God. The next you know, God called me uh, uh, to Bulgaria. And I went over there. I just kept marching on in the will of God. Next you know, they, they, they kicked me out. But you know what? I just kept marching on uh, in the will of God. God. And, and uh, uh, this has happened and that's happened. Uh, 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 people have turned on me. People have stabbed me in the back. This happened. That's happened. A lot of things have happened. And you know what? I just, life continued to go for the last 35 years of you. Life's been going like this. Life's been going like this. But you know what? <laughs> but in Jesus Christ and in the will of God, I've just been going like this. I'm not boasting on myself. I'm boasting in Jesus Christ. I've just been able to continue to go like this because none of those things by the grace of God changed God's will for my life, changed his desire uh, for my life. And nothing, no matter what happens, your life, amen, or all of our lives, as long as we're in the world, are going to go like this. But there's no reason that we should be going like this. <laughs> Life may go like this, amen, but listen, we should be able to stay like this just to continue uh, to march on for the cause of Christ. The church should continue just to march on uh, for the cause of Christ. We shouldn't be shaken and troubled by all the events that happen in our life or all the events that happen in the world uh, for uh, that is us being the church and us being God's people. The fact that he doesn't change and, the, and nothing Nothing affects him. I'm in him. Nothing uh, should affect me or change me. You see, Romans 1, 19, 80, uh, uh, verse 89, forever, O Lord, thy word is settled heaven. Listen, nothing can affect the truth of this book. It doesn't matter what people say, what people do. Nothing can affect this book. This book is settled. Amen. And so we can find consistent truth in it. Amen. Consistent help in it and consistent faith on a daily basis to get us through the things that happen in life. First Peter 1, 4 says this, 
Talking about the Beatles, to an, an inheritance incorruptible. Hey, no matter uh, how much uh, uh, life is shaken up around us, no matter how much the world is shaken up, nothing is going to affect, amen, your inheritance in Christ Jesus. It's incorruptible, undefiled, fadeth not away. Hey, one day this world's going to fade away, amen, but what you have in Jesus Christ will never fade away. Why? Because it's reserved in heaven for you. First uh, Peter 1, 5, who are kept because we're kept by the power of God. Amen. That, that, that same power that's going to shake the heavens, that same power that's going to shake the earth, that same power, amen, uh, that's going to shake the nations, uh, that power, why all these things are going to shake, is going to keep you right in place, amen, and where you need to be in Christ. First Corinthians 3.11 says this, for other foundation can no man lay that is laid, which is Jesus Christ. And that's the foundation that was laid in us the moment we got saved. And nothing, amen, can change that solid foundation that our Christian life has been on and that our relationship uh, has built, uh, is built upon. Second Timothy 2.19 says this, Nevertheless, the foundation of God standeth sure. Hey, listen, uh, 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 we've been dealing with uh, 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 COVID for uh, uh, two years now. You know what? The foundation of God standeth sure. Hey, uh, a war started in the Ukraine this week. The foundation, those believers, amen, what are they resting on? Uh, why their country is being attacked? That the foundation of God standeth sure. Hey, uh, 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 an election is coming up. Who's going to win? You know what? At the end of the day, it doesn't matter because the foundation of God stand assured. Hey, do you know what happened in my life today? The foundation of God stand assured. Hey, did you hear this thing? The foundation of God stand assured. Hey, did you hear that thing? The foundation of God standeth sure. Amen. And that is our peace. That is our joy. You see, because I know there are some things that cannot be shaken and some things that cannot be changed. Right. Like I tell people, uh, 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 what do you do when you're going through things you don't understand? You stay on focus on what you do understand. Amen. That there are some things that cannot be shaken. The foundation of God stand sure. This is the word of God. No matter what happens, you're his child and you're secure in him no matter what happens happens. So because I know, because I have the assurance in the depths of my soul, I have the blessed assurance that Jesus is mine. Oh, what a foretaste of glory to mine. Because the truth of the word of God and the truth of who Jesus Christ is and the truth of what he's done in my life and the truth of what he's prepared to me, because that's settled in the depths of my soul, amen, and it cannot be shaken because I know there's some things that can be shaken or changed. You know what? I don't need to be shaken. I, I, I cannot be shaken, and I need not be shaken, and I need not change, amen. Uh, you're, you're fine just where you are in Jesus Christ, and therefore, we don't need to change. Uh, just looking at other things, we don't need to change our principles. We don't need to change our convictions. We don't need to change uh, uh, our love. You can think of other things, amen. 
All those things, amen, we keep marching on with the things that Jesus Christ has given us. Verse 28, and because of that, because I know that no matter how uh, the stars may be shaken or the earth may be shaken or nations may be shaken, because my confidence is in the person of Jesus Christ, because my confidence is in what he's done in my life, because my confidence is in what he's given me, I can continue to march on faithfully in service to him. And that's what we see in verse 28. Verse 28 says this, Wherefore, we receiving a kingdom which cannot be moved, amen, <laughs> cannot be shaken, cannot be shaken, let us what? Have grace. Have grace whereby we may serve God. So while things are being shaken around me, amen, nothing's being shaken within me. And despite what's going on in this world, I can continually, until Jesus comes or takes me home, I have no excuse not to keep marching on and being a faithful servant of the Lord Jesus Christ in this day and age. Look again, uh, what it says there, through, because through Christ, right, Verse 28, whereby receiving a kingdom which cannot be moved, let us have grace whereby we may serve God. You see, when all these things are going uh, 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 on, on around me, I rest in the faithfulness of Jesus Christ and he gives me the grace to keep going that we may serve him acceptably. I like that. That word accepting means well-pleasing. Well-pleasing. My service to him, you know what? It's well-pleasing to him, but you know what? It's also well-pleasing to me because I rejoice to serve the Lord Jesus Christ. The greatest thing is, first of all, that I'm saved, but then that as soon as, when I got saved 35 years ago, that God filled me with the knowledge of his will, with all wisdom and spiritual understanding. And despite my life going like this, because of his grace working in me and through me, I've continued to be able to, and you've continued to be able, that's why you're still here today, right? Despite what's happening in your life, you've been continuing to, to serve him acceptably. Amen. Hey, he's well pleased. Amen. With your service. And I hope I'm well pleased with him. I'm well pleased with the church. I'm well pleased with the word of God. I'm well pleased with what he's done in and through my life. Well pleasing. And because I know what I have in him again, I cannot be, I cannot be shaken or taken. Amen. By surprise. Verse 28 again says, because through Christ we have these things. Amen. Again, that cannot be shaken or moved. We have, he gives us the grace that we need. Amen. To keep on going. Now think about this. The creation can be shaken, but not the creator. The word of God can shake things. Amen. He speaks. It's shaken. But the word of God. Amen cannot be shaken. <laughs> you're not, not going to mess this book. Our lives can be shaken or things in our life can be shaken, but the life we have in Christ cannot be shaken. Amen. So no matter what's going on uh, 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 around us, whether it's nationally or whether it's locally or whether it's in our own little circle, Amen. We should be able to continue to be faithful servants of the Lord Jesus Christ. Of course, we all want stability and security. 
We all want that. And so God, he shakes up life to let us see the only true stability, the only true security. Of course, we want that for our nation, right? You know, the, 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 the president's number one job, right, is to give us a secure country. That's really his number one job is to give us a secure country. Well, we won't get into the politics of that. Hey, but despite whether I have a secure country, amen, what gives me peace, amen, on a daily basis to get up is not just because my, just because my nation's secure, but because I'm secure in the Lord Jesus Christ. That's what keeps me going. Hey, whether, whether my nation stays secure or not, I know that I'm secure in Jesus Christ. And so therefore, I can have the stability that I need in my life, no matter what's going on. The true stability and security that can be found in this life, of course, is in the person of the Lord Jesus Christ. Well, if you look at your life, and not only is life going up and down, but you're going up and down, either you're not in Jesus Christ, or you're not appropriating or taking uh, availing yourself of what you have in Jesus Christ. Amen. You need to learn about that and rest in it, right, through the salvation he has provided. 2 Corinthians 5.1. For we know, we know, listen, that if our earthly house of this tabernacle were dissolved. Hey, listen, uh, if my nation were dissolved, not just if my nation was dissolved, but if this old body I stand in right now were dissolved. You know what? I'm still secure. <laughs> I'm still not shaken. Why? Because I, we have a building of God and house not made with hands eternal in the heavens. And knowing that, amen, again, there's no reason for me to be shaken. Verse 27, as we finish up, notice, notice how the, the, the last word in that verse, notice the last word in that verse. I like it. Let's read the whole verse again together. And this word, yet once more signifies the removing of those things that are shaken as of things that are made, that those things which cannot be shaken, those things that cannot be shaken, what may remain, may remain. No matter, no matter what happens, amen, in all of God's creation, amen, Jesus Christ is going to remain. <laughs> the church is going to remain. You and I are going to remain. That word remain means this, still exist, but not just exist, it still exists in its proper place and it still exists in its proper condition. That's what's exciting. It's not just that it exists. You know, I got a lot of things I've had for a long time. They still exist, <laughs> but they certainly don't exist in their same condition. You know, that's the great thing about uh, the, the eternal things in heaven. It's not just that they're going to last for eternity, amen, but they're going to last for eternity in their proper place and in their proper condition. So when all is said and done, these, these uh, things that God have, uh, has given us, they'll still exist, but they'll still exist in their proper place. You see, it's not, that, that's the great thing. Hey, it's not just that you're going to uh, exist 100 years from now, but you're going to exist in your proper place. You're going to exist in Christ Jesus. Amen. You're going to exist in heaven and you're going to exist in your proper uh, condition, which is a better condition. Amen. Hopefully we're all, I know somebody says we're all going to be 33 again in heaven. I hope that's, I hope, I hope that's the case. Be nice to have dark hair again. Amen. And all those things. But that's what a wonderful thing that is. Still exist 
and still exist in their proper place and in their proper condition. And for that, let us continue to serve the Lord faithfully. Finish with this verse. Finish with this verse, 1 Corinthians 15, 58, which says, Therefore, my beloved brethren, amen, my beloved brethren, be ye steadfast, unmovable, amen. Nothing in this world should move us, shake us or break us, unmovable. But this is what we need to do. If the Lord should tarry and let us live, let us continue always abounding in the work of the Lord. What? Let us have grace whereby we may serve God acceptably with reverence and godly fear. That goes right along with this verse. Always abounding in the work of the Lord for as much as you know that your labor is not in vain in the Lord. Not in vain in the Lord. So listen, uh, 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 listen, things are always going to be shaking around us, but thank God we have things within us that God has put there that cannot be shaken. And no matter what's going on, Amen. Let us continue to be that faithful servant, serving him acceptably with reverence and godly fear. For we know that our labor is not in vain. Let's pray.